to Coldy's point and others who have said, you know, slow down on this deal. That's why I was shocked. It's not because of devaluing Dario Saric. It's not because I'm looking at just moving that 19 Kings pick as fast as humanly possible. It's that I'm surprised something that small would get a deal done with somebody who's trade savvy. He may not be draft savvy totally across the board, but Ainge is trade savvy. So that's why when you see that late report Friday night that, you know, people in Boston have been shooting down more than not, which is a third team could be involved, you think, oh, all right, maybe that's what it is. And then when you get that all shot down this morning, you get maybe this really is a case in which Brian Colangelo has maneuvered a trade where you move up two spots and you're only giving up the 18 Lakers pick and maybe a future pick of your own. Now, that in itself is a victory. And, oh, by the way, if this package includes Jaleel Okafor, all right, if this package includes Jaleel Okafor where you don't have to overcompensate in a deal, let's just say that this deal is three, the 18 Lakers pick, and Jaleel Okafor to land Markel Fultz. He doesn't deserve a parade, but if you've ripped Brian Colangelo, And if you have a platform in which you've called the guy incompetent and saying now that this team is in utter peril and this team will never be able to manifest a vision set forth by Sam Hinkie, at the very least, send him a gift basket. That's all I'm asking. Rich, next up on The Fanatic. What's up, Rich? Hey, what's up, Aton? How you doing, buddy? Uh, So me and you have talked. We're both process guys. We both liked what Hinkie did in setting us up. I have no problem with this trade simply on the basis that this isn't for a guy who's 27, who's not on our timeline. It's not Jimmy Butler. It's not Paul George. It's a kid who's a high pedigree kid who's going to be joining two other high pedigree kids to form a a sort of a big three here in Philly, along with Dario. What's, What's the problem with that? So you give up the Lakers pick. You got the Lakers pick and a Michael Carter Williams throw in. So you give up your pick. If you make the playoffs, it's not going to be that good anyway. So I'm looking forward to it. I hope they do make the deal. Me too, brother. Well, I don't, I don't get outside of Ainge being a really good trade tour, not trader, but trader, no trader, pardon me, not trader. Outside of that, I don't know what the trepidation is. Like, like why are people hesitant to make that move? I don't Look, see giving up that 18 Lakers pick is designed to move. To move. And you know what else? It's like, okay, we're going to get Furcon here. We still have other assets. It's not like we're losing a lot. And people keep talking about Malik Monk or where we can trade down. Let me tell you something. Nothing you get lower than one is going to be worth more than Fultz. Fultz is the absolute best player in this draft right now with the highest upside. And I don't care about Monk and Isaacs and all those guys in comparison if I have a chance at getting a guy to pair with Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid to do like what OKC did. And, you know, after, after they got hardened in 2009, they were in the finals in two years. They were in the finals in two years. Yeah. So you look at this as an opportunity to... to- yeah. And they were in the West, where right. it's a lot weaker. We're in the, I mean, in the lot stronger. We're in the East, where it's weak. I can see about four or five teams dropping out, and us moving up, like not even just seven or eight. I can see us at six and possibly five, with teams like Charlotte and Orlando and and Atlanta and Toronto even falling out. I think the Sixers have a good good future. I agree, brother. Great phone call, and I love the energy. I love it because you can start to see. And again, this isn't. 
And I saw somebody critical, uh, was it Nate Jones on the NBA, critical of Sixers fans being excited now that they have an opportunity to cheer for a product out there and say, whoa, whoa, slow down. You know, it's the typical person who is not in tune with what's happened over here the last four or five years and is now cherry picking an NBA opinion because he's popular among social media circles and has a column and writes and is now an expert on the NBA. So he feels he needs to weigh in on the mindset and the psyche of the Philadelphia 76ers fan. And I see it's going to happen, right? I'm, the reason why I bring this up is to prepare you. There are going to be people out there who are going to tell you how to react to this trade. And those people are not here in Philadelphia with a microphone or in front of a TV camera or a blog or a platform. They're people who rarely step foot here. They're people who rarely experience what you have experienced. And let's be fair. The majority of us with platforms, people that have radio shows and TV shows and columns, we don't experience the process. We don't experience the tank. And we don't experience everything that you went through as a true fan the same way. How could we? We do this so often and so much that we've become jaded. And don't let anybody who's bright-eyed and bushy-tailed tell you opposite. They just haven't been hit with it yet. So you out there are on the front lines total front lines and you're already getting assaulted by people out there who like to think that they would be better off telling you how to react to this trade than not so you get a call like that which is the complete opposite that's how you battle it it's no championship you're not talking about rings right now this isn't we trade markel fultz and we're making the playoffs as the two seed we're the second best team in the east there's none of that We're coming up on three hours today, and we haven't had any of that. It's been controlled excitement from intelligent fans who understand what they've been through and understand what a move like this can end. Now, at the same time, we've had differing opinions. We've had people on Twitter at Shander Show on the line, 610-632-0975, who said stay at three. They think it's too much. And I don't know what specifically, if it's multiple first-round picks, if it's the idea of that and Covington, that's too much. But you know, at least right now where we stand, hitting noon, that you're not going to give up that 19 Kings pick, and you're not going to give up Dario Saric. So what's wrong? Really, when you look at that, if it goes through and you're really worried about Danny Ainge and his winning of trades in the past... It's not like you're handing something over. And if Fultz is a bust, well, you know what? A lot of people busted on that because he has been consensus number one well before the NBA lottery came to fruition, well before Danny Ainge found out that he truly came through with that number one pick by the hands of the Brooklyn Nets. Fultz was a consensus number one. So this could be another situation like Bargnani. You know, Andrea Bargnani comes out in the NBA draft, and again, I know I'm bringing him up. The irony, right, of the man who drafted him is now running this team. But that would be a similar situation if you wanted to apply this concern, which is, well, hold on a second. Look what they did. Look what that Raptors team did. They busted. You know what? Everybody had him there. Everybody. Maybe there was one GM that said no, but that GM wasn't in the top 10. That was looked at as a consensus number one pick by the majority of the NBA to take Andrea Bargnani at number one. To not do that would be foolish. And you're reaching that point right now, at least leading up to the NBA lottery and past that lottery to now, whereas 
Yo, whoa, 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 slow down a second here. This had been the consensus number one pick. And if you're concerned that Danny Ainge is going to get over on you because he knows something about faults that the rest of the world doesn't, I'd say that would be false. Because too many people, too many teams have had their eyes set on faults knowing how good he can be coming out of this year in the draft. 610-632-0975. We'll get more of your reaction to this deal. Bob Cooney's going to join us at 1215 till 2 on The Fanatic.